most people who are not living their dreams have an element of fear in their life. This is not always a bad thing, but it depends what a person's focus is. Um, fear can drive a lot of things we do in society. Fear of failure, for example. Um, fear of being shamed, social pressure. That was very powerful in history. Uh, um, the uh, let me let me think of an example. Yeah, the the woman who was not married this is a historical example. You know, people didn't communicate with them because obviously there was something wrong with them, and they were shamed because they were not married. And so um, this shame was used as as a powerful tool for control in society. That has changed a little bit with the development of technology and the, and allowing people to to connect. I think now fear is used more than shame, and uh, fear of not having the money to pay the bills that we need to pay, and fear of not having control of something. Um, it's difficult. It's very difficult because we all experience these things. You, it's one of the great philosophical and religious questions from history is how do we overcome our own fears in society? How do we overcome our own fears in the world? How do we make sure that we are not dominated by our fear? And... That's not a question with just one answer. Everybody has their own their own way, their own strategy, their own history, their own technique, their own thoughts, and and so the answer is different different for everybody. There are techniques that people can use, and for sure, there's a lot of fear in society. I think the most common one is fear of of progress. And by that, I mean change. That, oh, if more students go online, there will be less work for, there'll be less work for teachers and there'll be less jobs. And that's essentially a great thing <laughs> for the world. It might be a bad thing for the individual person, but it's great for the world. When the, uh, when the globalist economists were reorganizing the world after the Second World War, they decided to move a lot of the Western industrial base to other countries. So if you look at what happened, um, Britain lost its car industry. And a lot of factories in Britain, the government actually paid them to move to other places like India. Uh, look at America, right? It, it uh, basically shut down all its major sources of production, Detroit for cars, for example. And um, these companies then build factories in other countries. And this caused a massive decline in economic growth. But at the same time, it caused a massive injection 
in the development of technology that eventually became the internet and web-based commerce. And so the shutting down of the industries, which was in essence negative, the negative activity, caused people to reorganize and restructure their lives in a way to completely rebuild a new economy that didn't exist before, which is the online economy now. And so um, that which was negative was turned into a positive by human creativity. And a lot of people fear changes because they don't know what's going to come. And naturally, or maybe unnaturally, people fear what they don't know. I stand in the middle. I can see both sides. I can see people who fear what they don't know because they want to have control and they don't have control and they don't know what's coming and it frightens them. But that's something to do with their own history. And I can, and I can, I can see people who don't fear the future because they don't know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, why should you fear it? There's, yeah, there's, there's less people. <laughs> there's less people on the side because you have to be. You have to have a certain kind of mentality, which then relates to culture and the way people grow up. And then you've only got a few basic forms of society left within the culture of the Western world. And one one group is sort of socialism, and the other group is. Um, kind of a kind of liberalism, but those two terms are really bad. You know, socialism en encompasses uh, fascism, communism, and 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 uh, uh, top-down control structures. Where liberalism and what I would call republicanism and uh, libertarianism is about much less structure, with no no fear about that. And both sides are positive. There's positive and negative in both sides. And maybe the best thing to have is some kind of balance between structure and no structure. Um, but uh, those, for example, in this part of the world, there has been traditionally less innovation and business development because of a history of socialism and communism, which basically said, don't think, we will think for you. <laughs> Uh, whereas if you go to countries like Germany, France, Spain, Britain, the United States, Canada, you find a different approach, which, which is, I'm going to start a business to, to do this because I love this. <laughs> and so, so the, those are those are completely different perspectives, which result in one group of people being nervous and apprehensive about what is going to come because they're not sure because they don't have much control over it and they hope it's good fingers crossed and the other side who are bring it on bring it on and you can see this distilled perfectly in the american presidential election at the moment <laughs> 